Hi, friends. Welcome back to Live at the Roxy on this Tuesday, March 9th, 1.31 p.m. Pacific time on episode 359. Thank you, Rob Fishback. 359. We are on episode 359. Wow, tomorrow's 359. 60. That is wild, insane in the membrane. We got a lot to talk about on today's show because um, there's some more Meghan Markle stuff going down. And that, uh, whoa. Um, there, Meg McCain was commenting on it because they were talking about it on The View. And she's getting a lot of backlash for it, understandably so. Uh, Megan's dad, which I thought that he was, uh, I think yesterday I said that he had was deceased. So shows what I fucking know. There's a lot of drama there, but Thomas Markle went on a show and was talking about this. And then on top of that, um, the biggest news being that the queen put out a statement. So there's more Royal stuff, but I also told you guys, promised you guys I would finish Alan B. Farrow part three and I did, and it was by far and away the most disturbing of all of the parts. So we will talk about that as well. Um, Cause whoa, whoa, holy shit. For anybody who watched, you probably know what I'm talking about. For those of you guys who didn't watch, then I will update you, don't you worry. And then in case we are feeling super duper depressed cause some of this news is just trash. There's a really cool picture released by Lady Gaga of her and Adam Driver for House of Gucci. So I figured we would throw that in there as well. So all that and more today live at the Roxy. Plus any questions, comments, concerns, whatever it is that you guys want to talk about. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Strayer. Can I say the word com? Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Strayer. And right here in the super chat. I would love to hear from you guys. So let me know what it is you guys are feeling. Um, I don't know whether whether or not the show. I don't know whether or not. There's a song that we made up for a play that I did when I was younger. I don't know whether or not you guys are uh, getting notifications for this. I know YouTube has been super wonky recently. And a lot of you guys have been messaging me that you've not been getting my notifications. Um, I don't know what to say about that. This, the song goes, whether or not the sun is shining, whether or not the sky appears to be blue, whether or not my silver lining is being, is being, oh, with, is being with you. The wind may blow around us. Above us, storms may brew. The atmosphere may, it was a whole thing, disappear. But here I am. Well, I, I'm losing the lyrics. I'm losing the lyrics. I I, we made up these songs when we were young. They would do them for these shows. I was kind of part of this thing called the Freelance Players. Whatever, the whole fucking thing. Uh, Pink Sweet says, I have 100% not been getting notifications and missed a couple shows because of it. 
I don't know why it's fucking doing that. I don't know why. Garth McMurray says, I checked Discord, Twitter, and Patreon. Yeah. I try to tweet it out, and I try. I, I don't know. YouTube can suck a bunch of dicks. I don't know who's dicks, but somebody, it, whatever, can suck a bunch of somebody's dicks. If consensually, of course, YouTube can suck a bunch of consensual dicks. That's where we end up on this one. Let's start with the stream lab so I don't get myself in too much trouble. And then we'll move on to some of those things we're talking about. We got to do a tight show today because I have a match taping to do and also some other stuff. And we've got our world girl Patreon stream tonight. So it is a Roxy filled Tuesday. But before we do that, like I said, it is the ninth. And so our first stream labs of the day came at... 1.30 in the morning from Joseph Ashley. Hi, Joseph Ashley. Today's my birthday. Whoa, happy birthday, Joseph Ashley. I want to be happy, but I dwell on how life is going. I get that. I love painting and drawing and lately feel less rewarding and overwhelmed. I'm decent and feedback helps be better. What subject matter sells and how do I get folks to hire and buy my work? Happy birthday, Steph. Uh, her birthday's tomorrow, but happy early birthday to her and happy birthday to you. I don't know the world of fine arts very much. Um, what sells? Uh, like, I don't know. It depends on what people want their work commissioned. A good person to talk to about this would be like Janine. Um, yeah, I really don't know. I think that people like drawings of themselves, obviously. But uh, maybe like... You could say you could have a site with prices and say, I can do this for this. Start by talking to your friends and here in the community, say what kind of things you're looking to do. Um, I don't know. I, I wish I could be more helpful, but thank you, Joseph. Please don't get discouraged. You're very talented and we like you a lot here. We love you a lot here. Morse code Z in the stream lab says, didn't watch coming to America before Sunday. So I'm waiting until next Monday to do so. How come? Also, I took the weekend off from internet stuff. So here goes my Roxy recap. Doing about six slash J Rabbit, L Bunny, Betty Boop, Sunny Gummy, Daphne, Scooby-Doo, just saying. Hmm. I don't know what that's about. Just maybe just hot cartoons. I don't know. Morse code also said heartbreaking slash heartwarming story. Apollo will be your minister. I only know Doja Cat from the Blurds. Knew Winston wasn't going to drip away quietly. Lastly, I still can't help the Tiffany Smith double take whenever Meghan Markle pops on screen. Also, by this time next month, I'll be done with my vaccinations, crossing fingers and knocking on wood. Oh, thanks for all the, that recap. I appreciate hearing your thoughts on all the things we talked about. Hell yeah. Hail to the yeah to the hell yeah. Hail to the yeah to the yeah hell. Glenn Caesar, our mascot, our man. He says, hello, good afternoon, Roxy, and all of your nicknames. Great job on SCN Live. Thanks again for hanging out with us, Roxy number one. Much love to you, Grammy and Papa Peace Bunnies. Hugs and good stuff to you and yours. Thanks, RJ, RSB, uh, Rockstar's Band, and WF World Friends for letting me be one of you, of course. You are appreciated. Let's go Smets and everyone fighting for today, tomorrow, more. Smash Cancer, be most excellent. RJ and Rockstars show up for people who need it. That makes you so cool, humane, worthy. Cheers to Fuck Yeah News in 2021 and beyond. Positive thoughts to you, RJ, and all the Rockstars and World Friends who show up and give their support whenever, however they can. Don't forget, when it gets tough, even if you're by yourself, you're not alone. Everyone who's battling, keep fighting. You're a winner. Thanks. Appreciate it, my friend. 
You rock, Glenn. Adore you. Everybody else, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. And in the super chat, Paul3JP just came in to say, what's up, Rox? We keeping it Gucci today or what, fam? What's the plan for Steph's birthday? Should I just wrap myself or come out of a fake cake? Both. Wrap yourself and then come out of a fake cake. All of that. Yeah. Yeah, I know you guys must not be getting the notifications. It's fucking annoying. Brutal. Um, so let's talk about, what do you guys want to start, start with? Do you want to start with the queen or do you want to start with, I mean, uh, by the queen, I mean the whole Meghan Markle situation, or do you want to start with Mia V. Pharaoh? Send crowns for the queen. Is it easy to find crowns? Actually, fuck it. I take it back. We're just going to start with the queen. Sorry. I said that I was going to give you guys the choice, but then I figured out that I want to talk about the queen. So we're going to talk about the queen first. So what's going on is that the a few things have taken place since the interview. If you guys missed yesterday's episode, I obviously talked a lot about the royal situation. So that that gave a huge breakdown. And luckily, Winston Marshall came on and talked with us because he had a lot to say and a lot more interesting things to say than what I would have said. So I'm just glad that he was here for that. But a couple things have taken place since. Biggest one being that the queen released official statement. Here is what it said. This says Royal Communications Tuesday, 9th, March, 2021 or 9th of March, 2021. So that is today. The following statement is issued by Buckingham Palace on behalf of Her Majesty, the queen. The whole family is saddened to learn the full extent of how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. While some recollections may vary, they are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved family members. Ends. I guess ends is just what they say when something is going to end. Uh, I'm going to keep putting this up periodically because I don't... I don't uh, feel like this was a great statement. It was kind of a nothing statement, but apparently the fact that it's even being acknowledged is pretty monumental for them. I don't, I don't, um, just because something is good for somebody doesn't mean it's good. And so the fact that people are like, wow, this is huge that they're doing this huge for them. But like, how about you come out and be real people? And I don't know that they can and just be like, wow, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. They can't say that because they knew. So just breaking down this letter, uh, throwing it up one more time, the whole family. So they're saying that this is behalf on everyone. So the queen is speaking for everyone, which just kind of goes to Winston's point that the queen is in fact the head of the snake. So the whole family is saddened to learn. She specifically uses the word learn as if they were not informed previously, which is clearly not what Meghan and Harry said. So she's claiming that they are learning the full extent how challenging the last few years have been for Harry and Meghan. So she does it, she does acknowledge that it's been several years. This wasn't this wasn't something that just took place. Um, and not just for Meghan, but for Harry as well. The issues raised, particularly that of race, are concerning. So that's pretty big that they're addressing that that's concerning. And it, I suppose it is possible that the queen was unaware. And now maybe she is speaking for herself. 
Maybe she was unaware that race had been brought on the table by mm, hypothetically, not hypothetically, but presumably Charles or somebody. While some recollections may vary. So this is her out saying that without calling them liars, this is her saying mm, their accounts might not match the accounts of everybody else. They are taken very seriously and will be addressed by the family privately. The chances that it's actually being addressed by the family are probably slim to none. The privately part shows that they have no intention on, on publicly apologizing or reconciling or letting the public know what their plan is to move forward in a positive direction. And a positive direction would be a not racist direction. She then says, Harry, Megan, and Archie will always be much loved family members. They did say they have a lot of love for her too. So that was kind of interesting. This was very short. Um, oops, just put up the wrong lower third. Just a little shout out to the dirt lot. Uh, it was very short and it was acknowledging it, but I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Brittany Parker phrasing it probably best. None of this is surprising. That's exactly what Whoopi Goldberg said as well about the situation. Just not very surprising. It's acknowledging it without acknowledging it. It's not saying any kind of action steps. And um, there was not, not much to it. Pink Sweet says, yikes, sucks they feel like that, even though it's all a lie. Queen out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to really agree with, and I always agree. I don't always agree with Winston, but I often agree with Winston. I kind of, after the interview, was like, oh, the queen's a little old lady, and they love her, and it's not her fault. And then Winston coming here reminding us, like, yo, the queen's the boss. And I don't know fully how it works, but if she's allowed to make that statement, then she's allowed to make statements. And she, I'm sure it's highly edited, but at the same time, that statement really didn't give a lot, didn't make me have a lot of faith in her. Not that I had a ton of faith for her, faith in her before. Honestly, not that I really knew who she was. You guys know I did not know jack shit about this at all. So that happened. Then there was the view situation. Meghan McCain compared her situation to Meghan Markle's. She was like, you know, it's really hard. She was like, I'm not trying to compare it, but it's really hard when people are spreading things about you. And it's like, I'm, the thing that Meghan McCain is worst at in the world, she's got a lot of flaws, but the thing that she is worst at in the entire world is reading the room. Meghan McCain has literally never, ever walked into a room and read it. She has no idea how to do that. And so while I'm not saying that it doesn't suck when you're, when things are planted about you or when people you have conversations behind the scenes and those get leaked or whatever but like honey this is literally nothing to do with you um this is nothing to do with you and also nothing to do with you this is about a lot of things but primarily this is a conversation about race and so you're in what way are you what just happened megan what are you what room are you in what room are you trying to read right now? You just cannot, you cannot read the room. You do not know how. And and, and I can't believe, her, her being on The View is insufferable. I actually didn't like what Joy had to say about this either. 
Joy was like, um, remember, this isn't an issue only about race. And this is also about, and I, while I do agree with her, it's not an issue only about race. Like she did interrupt a panelist who was a person of color to say that. And it's like, sometimes everybody, sometimes when you're having a conversation and I get the irony and the fact that I'm a white girl and this is my show right now and I'm talking about this, but when you're on a panel, like when Winston yesterday is like here and I'm like, can you come in and talk about it? You guys notice I didn't do much talking. I, I asked him questions and I did a lot of listening, but like when you're on a panel and you're talking about race relations or anything to do with race and there, and specifically when you're on a panel with black people talking about injustices towards black people, when you're the white people in the room, maybe shut the fuck up. Just like maybe shut the fuck up. Just to be honest, ask questions, learn, take notes, educate yourself. Um, and you know, they're all women. So when it comes to the, the women issues and like, and if you have one or two things to say, but for the most part, like certainly don't interrupt your co-hosts who are people of color to talk about the issues of people of color when you're white. It's just, uh, no. So no, Megan. Yeah. It's just, it's just like so hard to watch over and over again. So anyway, that that going to the super chat king sport cows i'm working a lot roxy miss you looking good thanks friend i'm so glad to hear you're working a lot isn't it nice to hear and uh for anybody who's still out of work my heart goes out to you it's really fucking hard time to be out of work uh, a lot of my friends have been out of work for over a year now but the fact that you are busy at work it's nice to start to hear people starting to say that again it's really nice to to have that and i'm, I'm glad that some people are they're back and they're working, work, going to work, doing work, going back to life, all things that are on the horizon for us peeps. All right, get in your streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer and your super chats. Let me know what you're thinking about this Meghan Markle, the apology, the whole situation. Also, um, we're about to talk about Alan V. Farrow. So let me know your thoughts on that. Joseph Curran in the streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, hey, Roxy. I literally finished Alan B. Farrow like 45 minutes ago and wow, definitely was interested on your take. One good thing that came out of this Royal family bombshell is that Pierce Morgan quit. Good morning, Britain. So that's definitely a plus. I thought he got fired. Did he quit? Either way. Bye-bye. You shall not be missed. We will not miss you. We will miss you not. This suit is black, not. Yes, Morgan is great, not. Why am I Ali G all of a sudden? Let me live my life. Just because. Sometimes you just have to get your best Ali G on. And if a, if a brother too broke to buy a condom, can't he use a Dorito bag? Nine, 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 nine. Brittany Parker says, talk about reading the room. Um, and she's talking to somebody in the comments right now who's saying something about a facial. I don't know. But also, I feel like that's me just being Allie G. Like, I don't know how to read the room right now either. I'm fucking tired. He stormed off set this morning, says Mason Allen. Whoa. Daryl says I haven't clarified either way. Interesting. We shall see. 
Maybe he did quit. Maybe he did. So I guess Meghan Markle and her dad are like estranged and he had had a heart attack and didn't come to the wedding. And then there's been a lot of shit that's gone down between them. But um, I guess he went on Good Morning Britain to talk about shit. And just like, dear people's parents of celebrities, like maybe you guys also shh, shh, so hard when you watch these people's parents, like Vanessa Bryant's fucking mom. Oh my God. Or fucking Jamie Spears. What's wrong with you guys? What the fuck's wrong with you guys? Daryl says, oh my God. Uh, oh God, there's so much stuff between them. Yeah, I just don't even know. That's drama that I have not been involved in. Uh, Joseph Ashley found out I'm not getting birthday cake because bakery got closed because someone got sick. Yeah. Joseph, are there more bakeries? Cupcakes? Cookies? Grocery store cake is fucking delicious. Anything. Let them eat cake. We want cake. Stormywood says, Megan's father admitted this morning he will continue to talk to the press about Megan. Also said UK and royal family aren't racist. Yeah, I saw that too. Which like, at this point, how are you going to say the royal family isn't racist? And how are you going to say the UK isn't racist? And trust me, America's racist too. <laughs> I said, trust me, as if you guys have not been living on the planet. <laughs> trust me, I know about America. <laughs> Fuck off, Roxy. <laughs> but the UK has a big racism problem as well. So trust me, trust me. Jeff Aaron says, Pierce was called out by a colleague and he stormed off, then quit. My guess he'll use victimization to stir the conservatives. Oh boy. I cannot wait until Pierce Morgan and Gina Carano do a show together. That's going to be so fun. It's going to be Pierce and Gina and Ben Shapiro. And they're going to have a jolly old time. Ha ha ha, ho ho ho, and a couple of, Fuck no, no's. All right. Going, moving on, because that's about all the Meghan Markle talk I've got in me for today. Not because I don't like Meghan, just because there's not much more to the story right now. I'm sure there will be in the coming weeks. But for now, let's talk about something that's um, really, really disturbing. Part three of the Alan V. Farrow doc. I have told you guys, if, for those of you guys who are watching it, I usually cover it and it airs on Sunday nights. I usually cover it on Tuesdays to give you guys a little bit of time. But for those of you guys who are not watching it, I told you guys I would inform you on what's happening because it is not for the faint hearted. There is a lot going on on that show and it is truly disturbing. So there it's a four part docuseries on HBO max and we are currently on part three and I am having a hard time watching this and getting through this. It is extremely triggering. Uh, and I don't usually use that phrase, but it, it is. And to watch the gaslighting and the and the, all the things that go down. So I'm going to talk about that. Again, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or Super Chat if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, or if you just have any thoughts on what it is we're talking about. Um, yeah, because as I tend to say, woof, woof. So part three of this doc was a lot about the legal aspect of this in the trials. There was the trial of um, uh, the custody battle because after Woody Allen was accused of sexually assaulting 
Dylan Farrow, his adopted daughter. He also, after that, tried to gain custody over his three shared children with Mia Farrow. So there was a custody battle for that where he attempted to gain sole custody of the three children, which he lost um, because he was deemed to be unfit to do that. So those are things that a lot of people know. Um, if you didn't follow the story or you weren't alive or you just weren't paying attention, that is what happened. But what the doc really talks about is all the things that went down and all the tapes behind Dylan Farrow accusing her dad of sexual assault. And so there are, Mia Farrow videotaped a ton and she videotaped Dylan recounting exactly what happened between her and her dad over and over again. And then when, when he was, Woody Allen was going to be on trial, there Dylan Farrell had to go through nine other interviews. Nine, she had to be interviewed nine times to recount the exact same story about what happened with her sexual abuse. Keep in mind, she was seven years old, seven. And nine times after explaining it to her mom and over and over, nine times she needed to be assessed by um, child, a child forensics team. I think that's what they were called. And it was, they deemed that her story, Dylan, the seven-year-old story, Dylan, was inconsistent. Um, and as experts are looking back and talking about it now, they say that it was unheard of. And to this day, it would be unheard of for somebody to be interviewed nine times, especially a child. You want to interview a child as few times as possible because you want as few um, to do as little damage as you can after all of that damage has been done. And this is a child who has to relive the situation. They said all of the evidence or every time what stayed the same was who had touched her, where she had been touched, where they were when she had been touched. And Dylan recalls, Every time she told the exact same story, they would tell her it sounded rehearsed. And every time she would use different words, they would tell her it was inconsistent. And she did not know what to do as a seven-year-old. Since then, all of the evidence, all of the stories, all of the, the accounts of the babysitters and everything, they were all trashed, which apparently never, ever happens they, everything was thrown out and what the fuck happened there? Who knows? Um, Mia Farrow taped every call she had with Woody Allen. seems like Woody Allen taped all of his calls with Mia Farrow. So it's hard to know with those phone calls, what is what, because they both are taping each other. So they're both obviously trying to do, prove something, do something. So those calls are, are tough to listen to because it's, it's almost like a, a Western, old Western standoff. Um, but it, it just feels like this is the textbook definition of gaslighting and to a seven-year-old. Like 
Dylan Farrow very clearly after the incident came and told her mom and not in these words because she didn't even know that's what it was, that she had been sexually assaulted. She says that dad, her dad, her adopted father, which is Woody Allen, took her into the attic and like put his head in her lap and reached behind her butt and inserted his fingers and touched her. And when she did said she did not like it and wanted him to stop, he told her to let him do it and that he would take her to Paris and that she could be in his movies if she never told anybody. And that story stayed the same. And to this day, Dylan, who is still with us, still recounts exactly that story over and over again. And for some reason, her testimony, the babysitter saying she was gone during that time, her the videotapes of it, the nine interviews, um, the then later on pictures of her other sister, her the, every bit, everything that leads to this, and she is still not believed. And I don't, and, and Dylan says something in here that I thought was really powerful because she's an adult woman now and she's talking about this. And she said, I think people don't believe me because anybody who like is sane, that is so hard to believe that somebody would do that. So, and there was like a whole psych team that did an investigation or did a study on this because there was a man who wrote this book about how Often when there's custody battles, um, one side will try to claim the other side sexually abused their kid to try to gain custody and, and whatever it is, which was so disturbing. And, and people cited that and there was no science behind it. That's just his theory or whatever. Um, but what Dylan is saying here is, or what scientists or why, why people don't believe people is I think a lot of it is because if you are not capable of something, you don't believe others to be capable of it. And because people love Woody Allen and they love his movies and they feel like they've had him in their living room and they know him because they've seen his stuff and he was King of New York and all of this. How could it be possibly true that he is a child rapist and not just a child rapist, his own child? How could that possibly be true? And so people have an e would rather believe that it's not true than listen to this child who over and over and over again said that this had happened. And um, in the custody battle, it was decided that um, she was didn't need to ever see her father again. And that was going to be up to her. So just really, really hard to watch the third part of this and know that or know that it seems like the majority of the world still doesn't believe Dylan Farrow. And, and why? Why would a seven-year-old, how would a seven-year-old make that up? And all of the analysts who have gone back and watched the tape, because the tape still exists of her, and they show it in this doc, have said she... At one point, her mom says to her, did he take off your underwear? And she says, no, which shows that Dylan is not subject to suggestion. A lot of children are. 
but when when um when Mia would ask questions, if it was not right, Dylan would say no. Some questions she would say yes, some she would say no. Um, they also showed that she was saying, he said to me this, and that there, when you're a child, if you can recall conversations and words, that that is always proof that it's not you're not being coached because usually you wouldn't hear words when you're being coached. They said that she, as she tells the story, she re retreats. She gets upset and she goes, she goes back and the, and the child forensics team says that when you are lying, as you are telling the story, you lean in more, you go in further. Um, and so these are, these are experts who are reviewing this. They had several experts reviewing these tapes say all, and all of them came to the conclusion that this is very clearly a child who has been sexually assaulted and that she's not being coached because of all the things I just named and the consistencies in the stories, the consistencies of when, where, who, all of that. So I just, I don't understand. I don't understand in what world we're watching this as a society and we're still thinking, yeah, Woody Allen, team Woody. Why? What the fuck? This is a fucking child. What the, f and people who are saying that this is all because me as a scorned ex-lover, I, I, I don't want to believe that that would be possible in somebody. That's fucking crazy to think that because Mia is so upset that Woody Allen left her, she forced her seven-year-old daughter to tell this story dozens of times and on camera and it, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Disgusting, disturbing. Brittany Parker says, did I see Calvin's super chat? No, fuck, I didn't. Calvin, can you write it in here so I can see? God damn. Super chats are tough, especially when I'm invested in these stories. Yeah, Bruce says, I mean, why would Dylan lie? It makes no sense. It makes no, she's seven, she's seven years old. And she is saying what happened. And she's just being asked over and over again. And think about the trauma of all of that. Like, what the fuck? And then as a society, we knew that and like continued to let him be with children. Just so wrong and disturbing. And yeah, I know it's not a fun topic for the show, but I'm not capable of not talking about it. So there is that. Um, zero stream labs have come through during the time. I'm sure you guys are like, what the hell do we have to say about this? I just think it's important to talk about. So if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Strayer right here in the super chat as well. Those are my thoughts on part three of the doc. It's becoming abundantly clear that we as a society failed Dylan and Mia Farrow, especially Dylan Farrow, especially Dylan fucking Farrow. It's disturbing and wrong, and there's not many other ways to put it. Yeah, there's not many other ways to put it. Um, all right. Thank you to jakestreamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. We are getting out of here soon because, like I said, I have a match that I have to go do. Uh, so we will be doing that. But I also did want to briefly mention 
that House of Gucci is coming and Lady Gaga posted this image. She might not have been the first to drop it, but I saw it from her of her and Adam Driver. I have to say, I know that this is a roller coaster show and we go up and down, but this outfit of Adam Driver is, is so great. I mean, her outfit's amazing too, but like, I feel like I would casually just see her wearing that in the street. Like Lady Gaga always wears fantastic things. Adam Driver in this outfit, he's almost unrecognizable. Like, not only is this a different time period, a different place, but like, who is this man? It is so, so incredible. Um, And I didn't know that much about House of Gucci, so I started looking into it. Um, This is the first photo of it, and it's Adam Driver as... uh, the photo is of Gaga and Adam Driver in character as Patricia or I don't know, Patricia Regal, uh, Reggiani and Maurizio Gucci. I, I, I clearly, you guys know I know nothing about the Gucci story. It's going to be directed by Ridley Scott and is written by Roberto Bentivegna. And it tells the story of Reggiani as she is tried and convicted of orchestrating the assassination of her husband and former head of the Gucci fashion house, Maruccio Gucci, probably butchering that. The script's based on Sarah Gay Forden's book, The House of Gucci, filming on the project began in Rome last month. Most importantly, that fucking outfit, though. Come on. Come on. It's so good. Stormy says that looks like Chris Evans' sweater from Knives Out, kind of. It's just an excellent, excellent image. Um, So I'm kind of excited for this movie. I'm excited that things are filming again. I'm excited that this is something that doesn't have to do with um, sexual assault and racism. (laughs) Very, very heavy topics on the show all the time. Um, And I'm excited that he is a man in a sweater. And I'm down for that. So that, that. Anyway, it's about all we have for the show today. As if you guys have any last minute questions, comments, concerns, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. I do see Glenn Caesar in here saying, continuing to say it, Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankinson, Jonathan Magley, Rest the Cops Who Killed Brianna Taylor, all three of them, four killing Brianna Taylor, justice for all the people who lost their lives due to excessive force. Hashtag say their names. Never, ever will be tired enough to not say that. So thank you, Glenn, for adding that in. Appreciate you. Also, um, in here, a couple of you guys have asked about the Snyder Cut leak. I know that I think people went to click on Tom and Jerry and an hour of Snyder Cut was leaked. <laughs> wow. Those poor kids that went to watch Tom and Jerry and ended up with an R-rated Snyder Cut. So not good. It's so, so not good. Um, yeah, but that's really kind of all I have to say about that. It's pretty much the extent of that. What did Calvin say? I'm sorry that I missed it. Calvin, what did you say? Shout out to you, Calvin. Where are you, Calvin? Where are you, Calvin? Why can't I find? Brittany, tell me. Tell me what Calvin said. All right. Uh, I am getting out of here though. Thank you so much for being here with me, my friends. If you have any follow-up things, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. I will be on the World Girls uh, 
for our Patreon stream tonight. What time is that at? We're going to be just talking about badass women that we love um, in the industry. So not characters like we did last time, just chicas that we love probably getting stoned or some shit like that. And uh, I think that that is at checking my calendar by 5 PM. Yep. I have it in here as Patreon women's smoke session. <laughs> it's not totally what it is, but uh, close to that. Oh, Glenn says, I read Calvin super titles about working a lot recently. Oh, good. Good. Oh, I read it in the live chat. Oh, damn. Good. All right. Oh, he said he's working a lot and he misses me. I read it. Oh, where have I been? Am I here? Forgetful Roxy. I wish me luck with the rest of my day. For those of you guys who are World Girls patrons, I will see you in a little bit. For those of you guys who are not, I will see you tomorrow uh, for SEN in the morning, for Live with the Roxy in the afternoon, and then for Steph's epic birthday party tomorrow night. We have some incredible things planned for her. It's going to be a really good time. Uh, the booze will be flowing. The jokes will be had. I think we're doing it all together. Me, Dee, and Steph are going to be all here, I think, so that will be really fun too. So don't forget about that. Much love to you guys. Blow on your internet to see if it works. We know that that's very, very important. Check to make sure that your bed's already made. I guess you don't have to check that. You would know. But just make sure the bed's made. It's very, very valuable as well. You got to put down the toilet seat and the lid. We know about the flumes. It's bad. Don't try them at the Holocaust. It's really not cool. Oh, Calvin asked if the World Girls calendar is still available. Unfortunately not. No, we stopped selling them a while ago. I might do a new shoot for next year, though. That's what we told you guys. Get in. Get them all. You got to get them while they're hot. Hot off the presses. All right. I got to get out of here before I get myself in trouble. Um, believe victims of sexual assault. And by victims, I mean survivors. Excuse me. That one's really important. And uh, much love. I'll see you guys later on and tomorrow.